on this episode of Living Free with RP, we have Ida Pablo. Yes, pronounced Ida, not Ida, as you might think. She's from Croatia, and they don't have wet floor signs, so she's extremely happy. She's a lot of fun, and I think you'll really, really like this episode. So here is Ida Pablo. First off, thank you for taking the time out to be on my podcast today. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. I'm, I'm glad that uh, we finally got around to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad too. Sometimes it happens that way, you know, but we, we got it. We're here. Yeah. Yep. So introduce yourself and uh, tell everybody where you're from and just a little bit about your family and all that. Sure. Um, so my name is Ida Mauko. So it's not Ida, <laughs> as some might, some might think. Um, I'm originally from Croatia. Um, I was born there in 1991. Um, and I moved to Finland when I was about 21 years old. And I've been living here for the past coming up to eight years now. And I've got dual citizenship, so technically I'm I'm Finnish Croatian. Um, but yeah, so I um, grew up in Croatia as an only child, and uh, the only one in my family, as far as we know, that has RP. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of like the 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 gist of. of of my background <laughs> you are the chosen one yes <laughs> patient zero so when did you uh, get diagnosed um so i got diagnosed when i was 12. um i think i had been exhibiting symptoms for quite a while all throughout my childhood at least as far as my parents are telling me um but it was it was actually kind of a fluke that I got diagnosed in the first place because um, I had been taken to an eye doctor previously when I was younger, and uh, they just didn't really see anything wrong with me because I guess they didn't do tests thorough enough or something like that. Um, and it was actually because I had this weird bout of um i think a throat infection with an incredibly strong migraine um and we went to our family doctor and she was saying like oh you know uh, maybe you should try going to like another eye doctor and see maybe the migraine's connected to the eyesight in some way like maybe i need glasses and 
So my parents ultimately decided to take me to a private clinic in Zagreb. And um, I got, you know, a full checkup. Um, and yeah, basically, like within 10 minutes of doing all the necessary tests and uh, fundus imaging and everything like that, the ophthalmologist was like, yeah, we're pretty sure you have retinitis pigmentosa. And then went went on to explain what it was, uh, kind of, you know, sat my parents and me down and said like, so um, yeah, she's got about 25 degrees in each eye. We have no idea how she's managing to get around as easily as she is because she shouldn't be. <laughs> Um, and kind of saying that, yeah, this is, um, this is a genetic condition that doesn't have any cure and it might eventually lead to blindness. Um, and the funny thing is me being 12 and finally being relieved that I don't, that I <laughs> have an explanation for being what I thought was clumsy and disoriented. I was ecstatic. I was like, yeah, finally, you know, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Uh, whereas it was probably quite a shock to my parents more so than to me. Um, and so, yeah, basically like it's, it's been, it's been getting worse year after year since then. Um, more so I think over the past five years or so, like I've really noticed a significant dif difference. So initially you were not quite as bummed as your, you know, bummed out as your parents, you were more just excited that you actually knew you had like yeah. you, you you there were you put a name to you you know to the face you were able to kind of yeah get get a better idea yeah. that that was pretty much it like because um for the longest time as a kid i just felt kind of excluded and weird and um i couldn't quite figure out what was wrong with me because i knew something was wrong with me um, for example, in PE class, like, um, there was this thing where, uh, my, my gym teacher and my classmates were sort of teasing me like, oh, she's afraid of the ball because I would flinch, you know, when we were, whenever we were playing dodgeball or, or, or any sort of, you know, like a team sport or something, because I was just so disoriented. Um, and, uh, what else? Like, Basically, I was just kind of, you know, um, up until age 12, just thought that I was like weird and clumsy and um, made me feel very insecure about myself and actually getting a diagnosis and having somebody tell me that like, no, you're not like weird. There's something like medically wrong with you. It was a huge relief. Um, and I think I can also be quite grateful that my parents, um, even though it probably hit them quite hard, like I, I think it's probably a huge, huge blow to any parent to hear that, you know, your child might become blind at some point, but they, um, they didn't really let it show. Like um, they sort of saw that I took it very well and they just kind of, you know, went ahead with it as if nothing was really like super wrong they saw that i was kind of happy with what was happening and um 
they sort of just supported me and however I wanted to live my life with RP moving on, which was a, a really, really huge kind of positive note throughout my life growing up. Right. So, I mean, I think so what happens is what, what is, is tough is because you're being, you know, patient zero and for parents is they don't, they're scared because, you know, what is this? They don't, they have, you know, they don't know what it is. They don't, to hear the doctor say there's nothing they can do and, and all that stuff, they just feel, feel helpless, you know? So it'd be, it's different if you at least have a family history of it and then it's not as bad because you're like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so had it and, you know, they did pretty well. So it kind of, you know, makes it a little easier, but so, but in your case, yeah, your parents, and I seen that a lot. I and mean, I'm sure you have too on the Facebook groups and stuff, the parenting, you know, parents mm. always posting like, hey, my, my son or my daughter just got diagnosed. Um, I'm, we're, you know, we're devastated. We don't know what to do. And, and um, mm. so it's, it's yeah. definitely a common, a common reaction, you know, to that. But like, like I said, seeing your uh, response to it, I'm sure made them feel more at ease, you know, with it. So. I think so. And I mean, as I said, like, I, I'm, I'm convinced that they were really completely distraught by it, but they kind of tried to protect me from seeing them distraught, which ultimately I think was a good thing because um, me being very sort of sensitive and empathetic to, to them and, and, and what they're going through, like if I had seen them kind of scared for me, um, it probably would have made it more difficult for me as well to just kind of, you know, be okay with it. Um, whereas, you know, living in blissful ignorance and being like, oh, they're fine with it too. <laughs> it, it was okay. Um, but of course, you know, parents being parents, um, it's not like they didn't try to to try and figure out like, okay, how can we slow this down? How can we help her? So um, my dad in particular, because he um, he's a chemical engineer, um, he did just research upon research upon research um, about what kind of uh, vitamins and supplements and uh, all sorts of like uh, alternative therapies I could try out to see if it'll work for me. Um, nothing you know like extreme but you know um he was like oh hey i ordered you like um this pack of uh vitamin a and vimpocetine and lutein or and i don't know what else like i was i was taking probably like five six seven different types of supplements a day <laughs> um <laughs> Which ultimately, like, you know, I was like, okay, fine, you know, like, whatever, as long as I don't have to, you know, like, do anything or go anywhere in particular. Um, and I don't know if they helped or not. I, because, of course, like, you can't know whether they would have not slowed down the disease. Um, at some point, I stopped taking them because, like... Uh, I moved out, um, started living by myself. So I was kind of, you know, over this phase of trying to just like, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll take these supplements you ordered for me <laughs> <laughs> because um, it was mostly like, uh, I, I think 
I was kind of the realistic one being like, hey, listen, like there's nothing we can do about this. And I might as well just like live my life and not waste money on vitamins. But, you know, it it made them happy, I guess, to feel like they're helping in some way. So. Um, so, yeah, like I did that. I um, I tried I tried out acupuncture, which was um actually for me like again like this is a disclaimer for everybody because of <laughs> course like the not everything works for everyone but um purely anecdotally from me um it's it it made a difference uh like i think i went two or three different times at different points in my life um and each time i would go for like a set of treatments like i don't know five six times a couple of weeks in a row and it would like i would feel like my vision was kind of clearer and brighter but um it was very much temporary so like i feel like acupuncture is one of those things that even if it does work you'd have to do it regularly and you know i I'm not swimming in money. Like there's no way that I'm gonna like invest all that much money into something that's gonna be like temporarily okay. Like I feel a little bit better. Oh yeah, because I would think, I mean the logic is sound with it because technically you are increasing your blood flow and all that stuff. So yeah. it's your eyes now. So of course you should, I mean really all it's doing is making what vision you do have just better because it's just making it clear because yeah, exactly. you're getting more blood flow. You're not, it's not curing anything. Yeah. It's not doing anything with the RP. It's just making what you have or what's going on stronger. Exactly. And yeah, and it's going to be temporary, right? Because once obviously that wears yeah. off now, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. And I'm with you. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. literally, yeah. It's literally like experiencing, you know, several good eye days in a row. It's like, you know, like, uh, I don't know if I haven't listened to all of the episodes, so I don't know if other people have also been mentioning it on the podcast, but you know, good, good and bad eye days for our peers. It's, it's, it's a thing for I've us, for sure. I've only had one person actually, I think out of all the podcasts actually say they didn't experience that. I'm like, I was kind of surprised. Really? Yeah. I was kind of surprised. Cause that's what I said. I said, I go, you know, as you know, you know, we have, we got RP days and we have, you know, yeah. the bad, the bad, you know, we have the just awesome days where we're like, oh my God, I, I'm not going blind at all. <laughs> so, and he, and he was like, oh, I kind of feel like mine's kind of always the same because I'm like, because I, I think I said like, oh, you wake up and you, you never know really what you're going to be waking up <clears> to, <throat> you know, that day. So, and he's like, no, mine's always been the same. It's like, I thought that was weird because it was like, there's only one. Yeah. And that didn't really experience. No, that, it's but. fine. It's fine. It's the exception that proves the rule, right? <laughs> yeah. We mean, but pretty much every, like you said, pretty much. Yeah. Across, I would say yeah. nearly across yeah. the board. Yes. Like that's a, that's about as yeah. common as walking into a wet floor sign for, for mm. us. Like every, <laughs> almost everybody gets that, you know, yep. that feeling. Yeah. So, Think, oh my God, I'm just so freaking grateful that like wet floor signs are not a thing in Croatia or in <laughs> Finland. Uh, like I only, <laughs> I only ever first learned about them when I joined the RP Facebook group and I was like, what, what? And, <laughs> but as soon as I saw them, I was like, oh yeah, like I totally get it. I would be completely and utterly tipped off and like <laughs> 
<laughs> I kept running into this. Like I have um, my thing. So like, since I don't have wet floor signs, there has to be something else, right? There's always something. So like, um, for me, it's half open doors. Uh, because despite of living with RP for 28 years, I still haven't learned to keep the doors in my apartment either open or closed, but not a jar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, every every once in a blue moon, luckily, I'm getting much, much better at it. But uh, um, the infamous leaving the dishwasher door open. Oh, never. That's that. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's also another. I would say that's probably common across the board as well. The whole just, I've opened a cabinet. I know I opened it and then walked into it. So yeah, you know, surely I'll remember that it's open. It literally doesn't matter that I was the one that opened it, and and I and I should know yeah. that it was open. But yeah, nope. We've all those are definitely common. I would think maybe curbs though would also be your enemy out there. At least like that. That's kind of the same kind of realm oh, of a yeah. wet floor sign anything low on the ground or cones uh street cones like traffic oh cones, yeah traffic cones mm -hmm. i would say the traffic cone that would be that would be the yeah. closest to a wet floor sign if you didn't have wet yeah. floor signs mm. pretty much pretty much anything below the waist is like going <laughs> to be run into by me that's that's a given even if somebody tells and you I've, it's there <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh no like i i sometimes wonder to myself if like it would be so interesting to see like x-rays of um like patients with rp and their shins <laughs> <laughs> are their faces yeah or their faces yeah. like i i i'm i honestly think that like my shins are at this point like have the texture of a mountain range. <laughs> yeah, yeah, build, building up all you're building up like a layer of you know protected like a protective layer now because you. Oh yeah. Hit so many times you're like I don't even feel it anymore. Mm -hmm. So fast forward. Uh, it. Oh, I'm sorry. just. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. But yeah, I'm I'm very grateful in the sense that like. You know, knock on wood and everything, but at least I still haven't um, had any serious injuries because, like, I've seen, you know, people on the group posting pictures of, you know, like, oh, I bent down and, like, almost poked my eye out or, like, people <laughs> getting stitches for stuff and all that. So I think probably the, 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 the most serious thing that's ever happened to me is uh, when I sort of uh decided that it was a good idea to start jogging in the middle of the forest and um failed to see a huge concrete block uh in my path precisely at shin level Ugh. and i have a very nice scar to remember that by i think i had like uh um the wound that i got there probably took about half a year to probably like properly heal Ooh. But yeah, you know, it's, um, whatchamacallit, um, uh, uh, um, I forgot the term, but basically this, this kind of, you know, like, uh, war scars. 
something along those lines. Yes. I can't quite remember. There, a, there's a phrase. That's why I call them RP scar. Or, you know, I wear them with pride. I wear my RP scars with yes. pride. <laughs> I got one like right in between. Them. I got one right in between my nose. I mean, my, like right in between my eyes from taking a car door, the edge of a car door, right Ooh. in between my eyes. Ooh. I should have gotten stitches for that, but you know what? I was I didn't want to go to the hospital, so I uh, got those butterfly stitches from like CVS, and I just like used a uh-huh. bunch of those, and then I taped, and I put like <laughs> then I put like a bunch of bandies over that, and then I put, like I look like a mess, but it worked. Yeah. So I mean, I, I avoided the hospital, and uh, you know, it healed. Uh-huh. I got a nice little scar you can see sometimes. But yeah, yep. I think. But though I, I agree, yep. I agree with you. I think those are things that we shouldn't be like uh, sad about. Those are those are things you look at no. and wear those with pride, and those are things. Those are just, yeah. yeah. We're we're in a battle right now. We're in a battle with RP, and, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, those are just part of the part of that battle. <laughs> so, how do you feel this no, many I mean, years later? Honestly, sorry. Sorry. Uh, I mean, uh, how how do you feel now though about RP currently? Um, I I've always been like fairly optimistic and positive when it comes to having it um i think generally speaking um well again i'm generalizing not everyone probably but um i feel like people who are diagnosed earlier in life tend to have an easier kind of path and with accepting it because like growing up with it you already know from the get-go that like okay i'm never gonna drive a car um these and these kinds of careers are probably not for me etc etc so like you you have um an easier time sort of planning for your future um compared to people who get diagnosed in their 30s or 40s and already have like a particular life set up for themselves which then you know uh, might come crashing down. So for me, um, as I said, <laughs> basically from day zero, I was like, yeah, this is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and in a way, um, I don't know, um, like certain things about it almost make me happy in, in the sense of like some things being easier for me. Uh, or cheaper <laughs> like especially in Finland um, there are a lot of benefits for people with disabilities um, like for example I live in Helsinki and public transport is 100% free for all people with uh, like a degree of disability or of 50% or less uh, or more sorry and what else? Like I can take anybody I want with me on like a train ride or something and just say like, hey, they're my assistant and they don't have to pay for their tickets so we can go splitsies. Awesome. Um, yeah. And just generally speaking, like <laughs> I remember like back in the day when I was still in the dating game. Uh, I had this thing that like, oh, you know, I can always use it as like, oh, sorry, I can't see that. Well, can I hold your hand? (laughs) (laughs) And so basically, like, I've, I've just always tried to look at the positives, which, of course, doesn't mean that I don't have days when I feel horrifically sorry for myself and like the biggest loser and like, 
so miserable, like blind. Um, but luckily, those days are relatively few and far between. Um, and they kind of just rely on me generally being in a shitty mood otherwise. Um, so, yeah, like, basically, you know, life is what you make of it. Um, there's people with all sorts of different disabilities, disadvantages, uh, you know, no matter how you look at it, it's you're going to have some form of difficulties in your life. And otherwise, again, knock on wood, I, I have a pretty decent life, you know, with this addition of like the slight annoyance that is RP and going blind. But, you know, that's that's how I look at it. It's it's an annoyance. Like it's something that requires working around, getting used to, um, finding strategies to kind of, you know, like find alternative ways to do things if your vision doesn't allow you to do certain things. And yeah, so not to not to sort of like dismiss the struggles of people who are genuinely having a really hard time with it. But for me, it's always just being a matter of, um, you know, let's see what we can do today, basically. There you go. Now, you mentioned saying uh, yeah. you can you can uh, you feel like you can kind of know your future a little bit based on having been diagnosed so early, but I would also ask, don't you feel also in a way it's tough to kind of plan the future because you don't know your future? Of course, yeah. Like, that's a very good point. And I mean, it's kind of, um, it can be a little bit restrictive in some ways as well because, yeah. oh, so I'll give you an example. Like when, when I first got diagnosed, um, uh, the eye doctor basically like sat me and my parents down and said like, okay, so you're, uh, you're in elementary school right now. You're probably not thinking about like your college career and stuff like that. But let me just tell you like these and these and these and these careers are probably not a good fit for you. Um, I think she she mentioned something along the lines of like so you know like if you're gonna have to use the computer a lot or do a lot of reading and stuff like that it might become increasingly difficult for you and i sort of you know i heard it it went in one ear out the other and then like throughout the years i ended up studying languages and then like um, starting a phd which i didn't end up finishing um, because in the back of my mind, it was always kind of like, yeah, like, okay, but I can kind of do whatever I want, really. It's just about finding the right tools to adjust to the type of work, you know? Um, of course, th there are certain limitations where, you know, if it's a type of work where you are responsible for you know people's lives or if you have to do a lot of driving and things like that then it might be an obstacle yeah but there are 
so many um, different like accessibility technologies available nowadays that it, it, it's almost impossible to like not be able to do something if like you don't have the vision for it. Yeah, I'd say minus driving, I would say we're pretty much yeah, yeah. like, yeah, you're right, a majority of things you could pretty much do or do differently than, you know, you would have to, um, mm. but pretty much could could make it work. I mean, even you're, I mean, I love, I mean, I'm, I'm envious of the fact that you can pretty much like, you know, use public transportation for free and just, you know. Uh, I don't really use it much over here. I don't know, you know. I prefer Uber. Do you guys have like Uber over there? Yeah, we do, but it's like I don't know what the prices are like generally in the U.S., but in Finland, Uber taxis in general they're really expensive. Um, like at least for Finnish standards, um, I think. Let me try and calculate, like, maybe a 15 or 20-minute ride could cost something like 30-ish 30, 30 euros, which is maybe about, I don't know, something like 25 bucks. I think the, the dollar is currently weaker than the or stronger than the oh, euro. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. But, um, less. I think in the U.S. Mm. it's like less. Yeah, but I ride. think in general, from what I understand, like public transport in the U.S. like isn't very well developed. So like even in larger cities, um, maybe with the exception of, you know, like New York or, or something like that, or like that have the subway and all that. But um, because, for for example, Helsinki, um, has an incredible network of public transportation so within the actual like uh center center of town you've got buses you've got trams you've got the subway um then there's like a short distance fast trains um and basically the entire like metropolitan region which is Helsinki, Espo and Vanta. Um those are the, the the two satellite cities. Um together I think there's about one and a half million people living there, which is Ooh. roughly about a quarter of the population of Finland. Um and you can pretty much get from wherever to wherever with public transport. Like it might take a bit more time than you know going straight with a car or a taxi but um you know like one one ticket like one public transport ticket which is valid on all forms of transport um for a certain amount of time can cost anywhere between like two and a half euros to maybe about five or six so and it's valid i think for like an hour and a half or two so what can happen is let's say you're in the center of helsinki you hop on a bus you switch from a bus to a tram you switch from a tram to a train and you travel for like two hours 
on three different modes of transportation and all you have to pay is like i guess the equivalent of maybe three or four dollars that's not bad at all yeah and this is if you have to pay for it which i don't so hey <laughs> <laughs> are the buses like do they tend are they crowded or i mean is it no, pretty easy to get seated and stuff i guess like that? i guess it depends on the time of day um rush hour people going to and from work tends to be a bit more crowded but uh, as a rule of thumb unless it's like absolute peak rush hour um it's always possible to get a seat especially if you're blind because the um, the um, front seats on buses trams etc are uh, reserved for people with um well generally for people with guide dogs but even if you just have a cane you can you can sit there and um even if it's taken which it sometimes is you basically can just get on the bus and say like hey sorry i'm visually impaired can i have this seat and people are normally just like oh yes of course sorry (laughs) then they scoot away so um yeah, it, it it works pretty well. Like um, generally speaking, um, I I feel like being being a visually impaired person in Finland, uh, I can't speak all that much for Croatia really because I only really started using the cane uh, once I moved to Finland, um, and am therefore recognizable in the public as a visually impaired person. Um, it's never ever happened to me that uh, somebody would doubt my disability or, you know, like be rude to me or or shout at me in public or something, which is something that I've heard, you know, happens to people um, in other countries, at least from what I've read on the on the RP group. So it's um, it's so like unimaginable to me that people can be so insensitive to just be like hey you're not blind like you Mm -hmm. have a king but i just saw you like be able to figure out which bus you have to get on like or you're using a phone you're using a smartphone so you obviously must you know oh yeah yeah actually wait i i'm i'm sort of lying so it this this wasn't like a negative encounter but it's happened to me a total of one time (laughs) in my eight (laughs) years of living in finland that i was um so literally this i was waiting at a bus stop with my cane out and i was checking my phone to see when the next bus is coming and this (laughs) this man sort of you know like very very timidly comes over and like um Sorry, excuse me. I was just wondering, like, I see you have the cane, but you're also looking at your phone? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was so cute because he was obviously just really curious rather than, like, accusatory. So I really, like, you know, just kindly explained, like, hey, so, yeah, this is, it's a thing. Not all people are, you know pitch black blind that's not how it works so for me it's that i can use my phone i can use the computer because when i when i look at something 
it's like looking through two peepholes. You know, the little vision that I have is still fairly sharp, so I can read things. But when it comes to, you know, figuring out where I am in the middle of the street, that's a different story. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I was just going to ask you, actually, where can you describe exactly where your vision is currently? Yeah, so... um, Actually, you're in luck. I just got my visual field tested like a few months ago. (laughs) So I have fresh data. Um, So right now, I have five degrees of vision left in each of my eyes. So 10 total. And I'm not entirely sure what my visual acuity is but i can tell you for a fact that i can like i don't need glasses um i do have some um short-sightedness um so let's say if, if i'm in a lecture hall and there's a powerpoint or something uh or if i want to see something a bit further away um i might need glasses to make it a bit sharper, but uh, in the day-to-day, uh, I don't really need them. So basically, yeah, for me, the, the the issue is just the extremely narrow field of vision, and it's actually reduced by about 50% in the last two years because I got my visual field measured in 2018, and back then it was 10 degrees in each eye or something along those lines. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, have you noticed, um, hmm? I was, was going to ask if you have noticed any depth perception issues. Hmm. That's a good question because I don't think I've ever, like, actively thought about it. Um, I mean, of course, like, stairs are always an issue especially going down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, like, I, I'm not sure if that's a matter of depth perception, uh, perception or if it's just a matter of, like, you know, the light coming in at a certain angle so I can't quite make out the lines of where the stairs end. Um, but, 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 actually, this is something um, I think also might be, like, an RP thing, Uh I don't know if it has anything to do with depth perception, but so do you know this thing? Like, let's say you're reading a book or uh, a website, anything like some sort of text and you look away for a second and you look back and you try to focus in on it. And it seems like your eyes are going in two different directions and you can't like, you can't get the focus back on it. I think I would find it would be more like it would take me a couple seconds to get kind of back where I was. Like my eyes would have to figure like we'd have to remember where I was looking a moment like for me to refine my place. Like that would throw me off. Almost like when you put Cheerios. Yeah. It would be like if you put Cheerios on a counter and then you pick them all up, or at least you think you did, and then you look left and then look back at the counter again you're probably going to see more Cheerios that you didn't even see there a moment ago. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you pick, then, you, then you pick those up 
and then you look at going away again, you think you got everything, you go back again, <laughs> and you're still finding them. <laughs> this is why I've given up on vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's why I va- that's actually why I vacuum because like you know my wife will be like oh can you know sweep the kitchen or whatever like I'll you know I do things like that but I'm like I don't want to use a broom. I was like if I broom, I, I know I'm gonna miss like tons of spots if I use a broom. Yeah, just use a no, vacuum. For me, it's like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I. Um... So, for example, if if I, let's say, I'm cleaning something, like if I have to wipe down a counter or the kitchen stove or whatever, then I just do the whole thing. Because I know for a fact <laughs> that if I just try to get rid of that one thing, I'm not going to. Like, there's going to be bits and pieces left everywhere. That, that, that's the advice my mom always gave me because you know, my mom has it too. So she was like, you know, just just do it like extra. Like if you're vacuuming, do like at the same spot, like you know, yeah, four hundred times, yeah, or whatever. Just just go over <laughs> no. it a bunch of times. And you're <laughs> I know. Like the only issue with vacuuming for me though is that like, um, so uh, I do vacuum sometimes, um, and I do it like really thoroughly, just as you described, because I'm like, okay, if I go over this room four times, surely I'll get all of the dust and like dog hair (laughs) but somehow always like i finish vacuuming i put the vacuum away and then in the corner of the room there's like a tiny chihuahua sized ball of fur that i missed yep never fails (laughs) yep so what do you like that's Hmm? oh i was just gonna ask you a new question Yeah, yeah go ahead Oh, okay. I don't want to interrupt you. Um, as I say, what are you like? What are you into? Like, what are your interests? Um, so I'm I'm very very boring and vanilla. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> don't actually uh, like go out much for hobbies because I'm painfully introverted. Um, so like, I don't do a lot of sort of. Um, let's say like team hobbies or anything that would require me to uh, meet and do small talk with, with uh, uh, people that I don't know, which is my worst nightmare, (laughs) Uh, except over Skype, which is fine. Uh, (laughs) So basically like, um, well, I have a small dog. Um, I enjoy going on long walks with him um walks in general because you know uh walking is a lot safer than jogging uh so you know i sometimes take like you know uh i don't know uh five ten mile walks in the forest just for for the sake of it um i do yoga almost daily um i meditate um and right now also not currently during corona but um i work as a massage therapist and 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 i used to enjoy computer games but unfortunately that's not really that much of an option for me anymore apart from uh playing stardew valley on my phone (laughs) 
<laughs> which has consumed my life, uh, as has many other people's. And um, what else? Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and Netflix. How do you feel RP affects Netflix. those things, though? Uh, sorry, can you repeat the question? I say I was saying, how do you feel RP um, affects, like, say, doing yoga and and you know other things that you like to do? How do you feel? What do you got to do to do that stuff? Differently? Well, um, I'm very lucky when it comes to yoga because I've been practicing it to one degree or another. Uh, funnily enough, also since I was 12, but no connection <laughs> with the fact that I also got diagnosed then. Um. So um, I can do really well for myself without needing to look at the teacher. Um, if I just listen to what's happening, I know, okay, so this is this pose, this is this pose, uh, and I can like move in and out of it by myself fairly easily. And, um, and of course, um, and this is something I remember uh, you were discussing with um, – with your previous interviewee, I forgot his name. Uh, he was from Egypt. Oh, Hassan. Yeah. Hassan, yeah. yeah. Um, so like he goes to the gym and like lifts and says that, you know, he actually has better form because he has to be a lot more focused on what he's doing with his body. And, uh, I feel like the same's the case with me in yoga. Um, which, you know, pretty much the entire point of yoga is, is being, present and with your body you know with what's happening and how a certain posture feels and where you can feel it and which muscles so um i feel like it's been a benefit really because it allows me to just kind of focus within on what's happening um <laughs> i always sort of laugh to myself when um the the yoga teacher just kind of says like okay and now if you feel comfortable close your eyes and take your eyes off of the video and i'm like i wasn't even <laughs> never... looking at it in the first place <laughs> it never was on the video <laughs> yes uh... but yeah what? so um that's that's yeah it's been beneficial really <laughs> i was gonna say do you feel like actually having rp is like better than the people there in there taking yoga that don't have it because you have your you have all these extra sense you know uh, senses that are more sensitive now that they own it and you can kind of use them to you know your advantage whereas like and we live in the moment we, we very much live in the moment so that also yeah i'm sure plays a you know a huge impact in yoga yeah that's that's definitely like that's one very large aspect of it um the same is the case with uh, with my massage practice. Uh, you know how they say that, oh, blind people are much better massage therapists. And, um, you know, of course, there's very good sighted massage therapists, but I feel like it's easier for visually impaired people to be good because we inherently rely a lot more on our uh, sense of touch. Mm -hmm. um, and... Then the other thing going circling back to the yoga is that I feel like it's the other aspect why it's easier for me to just enjoy it and 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 kind of quote unquote be good at it 
um, is because I don't I don't give two craps about what everybody else around me is doing in a yoga studio because <laughs> I can't see them anyway. <laughs> like I don't have to compare myself to others, which is I feel like a huge problem with a lot of people, especially um, in group classes. You see it all the time. People being like, no, I can do the splits more than you can. Like not saying it aloud, but obviously seeing it from the way that they're kind of, you know, pushing themselves. So like, um, that's the, 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 the one sort of, uh, <laughs> the thing that people kind of don't like about RP, but that I found to be very comforting actually, is that I don't have to care about how people are looking at me and thinking to myself like, oh God, what must they be thinking? Because I can't see them anyway and like I don't care so I can just do what I want and and dress how I want and wear my hair how I want and even if people are staring at me like I'm not gonna be able to tell oh yeah trust me that's one of those uh I think it's a perk of RP being yeah oh for sure I feel bad for ghosts you know because I can't (laughs) see you so I'm I'm sure you're absolutely terrifying and um I, I, I want to applaud your you trying to scare me. Um, but I can't see it, but, I can't, but honestly, I can't see it. Uh, or, or when you walk in, for me, it's when you when walking into a locker room and not having to worry about looking at the old men that are getting out of the shower. I could just look straight. Oh I could just look straight, and I, I avoid any kind of awkwardness. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all I got to do. Um, lock on when, face. Oh, <laughs> Except, except when every now and then, like this has happened to me, and luckily never in like a locker room or a sauna with naked people. <laughs> but sometimes I just get absorbed in my own thoughts, and then I don't realize that I'm staring directly at someone. Oh yeah, geez, there you go. Thank you. Can I help you? So it's happened to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's happened to me a couple of times that. Oh, God, this is a very vivid traumatic memory for me. I don't know why. <laughs> so when I was still uh, when I was still at, at college in Zagreb um, and I was riding a tram to the center of town and I was just kind of, you know, minding my own business. And I have this thing where um, I don't know, like when I get it into my own thoughts, I just tend to stare off into the distance in nowhere particular. And usually it's out through the window. But this day, for whatever reason, it was straight ahead of me. And and there was this young woman sitting right opposite from me and just literally just like looked at me and went like, is there something wrong? <laughs> like, do I have something on my face? And I'm like, oh, God, no, sorry. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Or actually, I think I think at that point, I might have even made up something and said, oh, sorry, I was just staring at your scarf. It's really nice. Good one. Quick, quick thinking. Yes. <laughs> so you, uh, When you can't think of anything, it's a compliment. That's it. I was looking at, oh, it's, it's a lovely shirt you're wearing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stare. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier you only had the one instant where somebody was kind of like, "Hey, you're using your phone and this," and mm. but have you ever had any time where someone was just like, kind of being a wise 
like wise guy being like, oh, how many fingers am I holding up? Or oh, can you see this? And do you ever get people like that at all? Mm, maybe not in such a kind of, you know, like trying to poke the bear type of manner. But um, let's put it this way. Like I've never had it happen with strangers. That's for sure. Um, friends. They sometimes tease me, but only because they know that I joke around with it as well. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. so it's kind of, you know, um, I can't think of any, like, particular instance at this moment in time. But um, there was... Oh, God, it happened to me once, I think, that I accidentally grabbed the wrong person's hand in public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because I, like, I tend to, I tend to kind of, like, hold on to, uh, you know, whoever's with me, if it's my, my partner or friend or something, I hold on to their elbow um, in public, like, and using the cane at the same time to be extra safe. And, uh so yeah, it's kind of, you know, like it's happened at least once, maybe the other times I've kind of, you know, like tried to wipe out of my memory so I don't remember them. <laughs> but sort of, you know, like, oh, you know, let's, let's keep going. And I start pulling this unknown person with me in the opposite direction. I'm sorry, you're not oh, but Yeah, no, so, but it's, it's fine because usually everybody gets a good laugh out of it. So oh, yeah. So speaking of hands, including um, myself. Oh, of course. Yeah, you gotta laugh about it. So speaking of hands, <laughs> who wins in a who? How many handshakes and high fives and people waving <sighs> at you have you missed? Ooh, it's one of those things. You know, if I had a nickel for every time, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have like a Scrooge McDuck type of like uh, money pool. <laughs> I love the um, <laughs> reference. I love the reference. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, usually I try to like circumvent it by either like, you know, like giving out my hand first for a handshake. That's perfect. That's perfect. Or, you know, yeah. like, um, yeah. Or of course there's been these awkward hugs when a hug almost turns into a, a kiss on the mouth. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah or whatchamacallit um yeah waving i'm actually not all that sure i think it's 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 usually like people people who know me at least they know that okay if they want to get my attention they actually have to shout my name <laughs> um but i think for me um the, the funny thing is like with me it's not so much missed handshakes as much as it is me trying to overcompensate and like, you know, uh, putting out my hand first without realizing that the other person is hanging up their coat or something like that and is like <laughs> turned away from me or is completely otherwise occupied and has both of their hands full or like holding bags or something. And then they just kind of do this like awkward chuckle, like, <laughs> sorry. And then like, <laughs> try to get their hands free so they can shake my hand so you try to avoid to um, you try to avoid looking like a jerk but then you still kind of end up looking like a jerk 
I think, I think honestly, like more just ended up looking super awkward, which like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. take over looking like a jerk any day. So. Oh no. Yeah. I would rather that. Cause there's so many times people don't really, like a lot of people don't realize like that's actually like a big thing with people. RP we come across as being jerks because, Oh, I waved at you. You didn't wave back at me. Or, you know, I went to go yeah, shake his yeah, hand like, and he you didn't know, shake my hand. Yeah. Are you angry with me? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, like I passed by you in town. You didn't say hi. Um, you look, you look it, so it focused. It used to happen so to angry. me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it used to happen to me a lot more when I was younger. Um, before I started using the cane. Like, that was... Uh, I know a lot of RP people, including myself, mind you, um, have or have had a lot of problems kind of coming to terms with starting to use the cane because you're like oh am i blind am i not blind am i cheating by using this etc etc but when you realize like not even in the sense of okay now i can finally be safer when i'm walking around no like for me the biggest benefit the biggest benefit of starting to use the cane has just been that I don't have to explain myself to people all the time anymore. Oh, it's an it's an identifier. Yeah. Granted, so we, it's I basically think, you know like. Hmm? I was gonna say I think like sometimes once you get by the whole oh look at me I'm the blind person like I think once you get over that you know it's it's all good. Yeah, and I mean it's it's honestly such a huge relief to not have to get into those conversations anymore where like, oh, uh, you know, I, I I saw you on the street the other day, but you didn't notice me or I don't know, like uh, coming into a shop completely disoriented and not knowing where to go and where to turn because your eyes are still getting adjusted. And instead of other, you know, shoppers or shopkeepers looking at you like you're drunk, then they're like, oh, can I help you? Oh yeah, it definitely opens so the door. Uh, yeah, you're right. It opens yeah. that door for people to be a little more uh, friendlier, or, or you know, and stuff like that. Because before, yeah, before it's like, yeah, are you drunk? <laughs> yeah, but now it's mm-hmm. now it's okay. That person has an issue. Let me see if they need my help. Do you ever have people overly helping yeah. you though? Like if you're walking around, like, hey, like, oh, uh, watch out! You're gonna get, you're gonna walk into that. Mm, thankfully, no. Like, this is also one of the things that I love about Finland um, is that people sometimes overly so do not butt into other people's business. Um, Even if, like, you're disabled in some way, because there's this general air of, oh, I don't want to impose and assume that they need help. So I'm just going to wait for them to ask for help. Um, Of course, like the other, the flip side of the coin there is it can sometimes happen that like, you know, you have a person who's obviously in distress or lying on the street and people just walk past them because, oh, they're just drunk or something or like, oh, I don't want to, you know, it's none of my business and stuff like that. But for me, for me personally, it's been, it's been really nice because, uh, yeah, like honestly, 95% of the time, um, 
even if it looks like I'm kind of disoriented or lost, people don't butt in unless I explicitly say like, oh, hey, sorry, I'm a little bit sidetracked. Could you help me out? And then they're more than happy to to kind of, you know, like guide me around. Um, and of course, like every now and then when it it's really, really obvious that I might get into danger, like if there's roadworks or something, and then I have to kind of figure out like, okay, do I go into the street? Do I go to the right? If I look visibly confused, then somebody might kind of, you know, like shout from the other side of the street. It's like, well, a little bit to the right. And, but usually like it's, it, it is genuinely helpful in those situations. Um, the only time when like it's happened to me that, you know, somebody just kind of came and grabbed me out of nowhere. It's like, okay, where are you going? I'm going to help you. Has been in Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I have this feeling like um, in general, this, this kind of like North versus South Europe is, is like a big thing there because uh, um, I think in, in Southern Europe, people tend to look at uh individuals with disabilities as a lot more kind of like helpless than than they do in northern europe and uh so you know with the best intentions of course but um it's it's always a bit of a a bit of an issue when like you obviously know where you're going and you have a confident stride with your cane and then somebody comes out of nowhere it's like how can i help you <laughs> Now, did it's you like, have? Thanks, I'm good. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not right. gonna help you earn your brownie points for today. <laughs> so, did you have a okay? I need to get a cane moment. Is that what kind of stirred you that direction? Um, I'm trying to like because this is one of those things where, like, I was wondering to myself, like, if you ask me this, like, how can I answer? Because I honestly don't think that I had this pivotal moment. Um, what I do remember for sure is that I started out with using the cane just during the nighttime. I think that's kind of the case with a lot of our peers because it's uh, it's a lot more difficult during the nighttime to, to get around. Um, and then I think I started using the cane you know, let's say full time, maybe in like 2013, 2014. Um, and it was, it was actually a lot due to the, the encouragement from my partner because he was kind of mentioning how he notices that when we're walking around and I have my cane, and holding on to him at the same time that I seem to kind of, you know, like clutch him less. And um, in the sense that like, it, it, it's not that he, he minded that like, I was kind of like gripping onto his arm for dear life or anything <laughs> like that. But it was kind of uh, like, Hey, like I, I, I like, I can see that you're a lot more comfortable and less stressed when, when you have the cane out and we're walking around. So like, why don't you just start using it more? And, and I think slowly I managed to build the confidence to, um, to sort of use it more and more. And 
inevitably, the more you use it, the more you realize how helpful it is and and, and how much it, it makes your life easier. And so basically, it was just this kind of like um, wheel of, well, let me try it out. Oh, this is really cool. Let me try it out some more. Oh, this is even easier now. And at some point, it, yeah, it just became very, very apparent that, hey, this is a tool that I can use to be more independent, more comfortable when I'm out, less stressed. Because that was one of the things that, um, like, I, I, I noticed that if I was walking around without a cane, I was constantly in this state of fight or flight, basically, because I felt like there was things coming at me from nowhere, you know, like you're walking past somebody and then you flinch because you didn't see them until like two seconds before bumping into them. And then you're like jumping out of the way. <laughs> so, and then when you have a cane, like this is one of the things that I love telling my friends um, that like, I feel like Moses and like parting the Red <laughs> Sea. <laughs> walking around with my cane and people are just dispersing in front of me it's a, it's the most amazing thing it definitely sounds more inviting in finland it's not that it's a different issue in america where because my mom says i mean she knows friends that are blind as well and they've been in stores and people will step right on their cane and it's, it's like it, oh, it would be it, God, would, be, it would be great if it was more like you describe it should be because i had that you know I think other people have experienced too. Like, I'm kind of a little apprehensive about sometimes using my cane in crowded situations because I don't, know, I don't want to hit anybody. <laughs> and as my mom always mm -hmm. tells me, you know, don't worry about it. You know, it's your, it's your safety, not theirs. They can yeah. move out of the way. They, 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 like you said, the way you, way everyone's reacting in in Finland is exactly how everybody should react everywhere. You know, oh, okay, mm -hmm. let's get out of the yeah. way. This person, you know, this person's coming through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's it's not always the case. Like there's there's always snowflakes that are just like, you know, in their own head and like not looking at anything or anyone. Um, but uh, yeah, it's usually so that <laughs> this is one of my favorite things, because like I used a cane, but I still have enough sight to figure out what's happening in front of me. So like, you know, I'm walking with my cane. And somebody's heading in my direction and then they sort of see me a split second before, you know, like um, I reach their perimeter, so to speak. And, and then they do this little dance of like, oh, shit, I'm not sure if I should jump to the left or the right. And then I'm just like <laughs> trying really hard Where not to I laugh go? because then they'll know that I... <laughs> it's kind of like every single time it happens in my head, I just go like, dance, puppets, dance. You can like swipe at them. <laughs> Like, oh, I didn't see you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I hit you? No, it's like, yeah. It's honestly like being blind is so much fun sometimes. <laughs> yep, we, we do. We I think we definitely get a. Uh, we're we're allowed to get away with a little more uh, than most people. Oh yeah, for sure. You knock into somebody. <laughs> if you knock, if you knock into somebody and you're not, you know, you're fully sighted. They're like, what the heck, man? You're like, but if they, you knock into somebody and they look and they see you have a cane in your hand, they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know? 
Yeah, that's actually the, the the amount of time the amount of times that I have to like calm people down because they almost get into a full blown panic attack because like oh my god I'm so sorry I didn't see you I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're like it's okay it's okay calm down. I've ruined your day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. What can I do to make it up to you? <laughs> like, no, 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 everything's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah, you know, I would feel a lot better with a, maybe a, an ice cream or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I have this mortgage payment coming up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you really, well, yeah, you really want to make up to me, uh, yeah, this mortgage payment would really help me out. <laughs> we'll be square then. We'll be square then. Yep. So if you can get your vision back. Like right now, or maybe tomorrow, whatever. What do you feel is like one of the first things that you're gonna do? Mm, uh, driving lessons. Boom! You're signing up. The, which <laughs> is like, <laughs> yep. So the thing is, like, this is the weirdest thing because I've never driven a car it's not one of those things that I'm missing, you know, like, Oh, I used to be able to drive, but I can't anymore. Oh, right. But I love cars. I love cars. It's it's one of those things like, yeah, there's like, there's two very specific things that I kind of mourn when it comes to having RP. Um, Like, you know, as I said, I'm generally positive. Like it's a day-to-day thing for me. Like I don't, it doesn't have a huge negative impact on my life, but I'd lie if I said it didn't make me a little bit sad that first of all, I can't drive a car. And second of all, that I can't see stars. Like that's one of those things that I don't know. It gets me because it feels like such, such a profoundly beautiful human experience like you read poems and and um and see movies with you know people gazing up at the stars and marveling at them and and then i'm just kind of like looking up at a black sky and it's yeah it's a little bit i'm sure it's beautiful but (laughs) yeah i'm sure it looks great yeah well it's i think it's okay to feel these days because it's okay to feel that way because your something is taken from you or something and actually you had something taken from you before you even had a chance to even experience it so it's even worse because you didn't didn't even it's not like okay well you know at least i got to drive for two or three years oh at least i got to drive for 10 years or whatever no it's like it it was not even something it was already Mm -hmm. nope we're taking that away right now (laughs) yeah so yeah that's definitely and and, it is actually like yeah and with the stars, actually, I have, um, it's happened to me maybe once or twice that I got super lucky. Um, this was maybe, I don't know, 10 plus years ago when I still had some more vision, more than I do now anyway, where I think I was on a beach with a friend of mine um, during the nighttime, pitch black, and there was a meteor shower that night and so you know to to humor her because i knew that i probably wouldn't be able to see anything we went down to the beach you know spread out the towels and just started looking up at the sky and um 
And at one point, I actually saw one meteor. And I started bawling my eyes out because I was like, oh, my God, I never thought I was going to experience this in my life. And like it was such a profoundly like touching and beautiful experience. And that's also one of the things that like that makes me grateful for RP is that, you know, and I'm sure this is the case with a lot of other people is like we just appreciate the smaller things a lot more especially things we see like, um, you know, for fear of sounding overly poetic and dramatic now, but I always talk about how I love going on walks because I just stare up at the tree treetops and look at, you know, the way that the sun rays go through the tree branches and the leaves. And to me, there's nothing more beautiful in the world than looking at those trees at that exact moment, and like looking at them swaying in the wind and things like that, which is something a normally sighted pe- person might just, you know, just walk past and be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, once again, this goes back to what makes RP in a way special because we appreciate the smallest, minute kind of thing. I mean, I you might stare at, like I said, you're staring at that because you know there's a chance that you don't know how much longer that is going to be something you're going to be able to enjoy anymore. Uh, yeah. Or even simply just like, you know, looking at a child, like your own child and just being like, well, how long will I be able to see them? You know? So mm-hmm. I want to remember this and, and have that stored in my brain. So in a way you're taking like mental, you know, mental pictures and you'll always have those yeah. mental pictures. So I, I, I like that. That's the, I, I can, I think, like you said, I think, Almost anybody with RP could pretty much relate to that. Mm-hmm. At least I would hope so. Like, if not, then, you know, it just oh, makes me very sad. Oh, <laughs> then, then, then they're probably, if, if someone's like that, they're probably on the other uh, way of RP where they're bitter and they're angry. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I, I don't know what, and I would love to have those people on my show because I think I would love to, I would love to hear their perspective. I would like to hear the negative perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I actually would I would actually I mean, welcome it. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean that's the thing. Like it's it's perfectly valid, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's for some people it's just a whole lot harder to, to deal with something like that. Like you you feel like you're you're losing a part of yourself that you feel like you're entitled to. And you are. I mean yeah, it's everyone's tough to be like, entitled yeah. to right. Yeah. It's like collecting benefits, so like you know, and you're like you feel bad about it, but then you realize like we're actually collecting those benefits because those are the benefits that were put in place for people like us. And yeah, you know, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it's kind of you know like um, I I feel like you know th- there's a time and a place to like mourn the eyes that could have been um, mm-hmm. when it comes to like our own disabilities and stuff and and. And I feel like um, you know, there's there is place for for anger and and sadness and depression. Um, but if you if you allow that to take over your life, then what kind of life is it? You know, right? It's you're basically like if you if you look at this with a negative lens, then everything else in your life is going to be tinted with that dark lens as well oh yeah it's just gonna be uh it's a, a pure, uh, just a domino effect of you know things mm. and yeah you don't like 
I, 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 I think it's because I want to have someone on that show because I, I kind of like playing therapist in a way. Like, I feel like it's like I would feel better if at least by the end of things I could get that person to kind of look and go, you know what, you're right. This isn't, you know, I've been thinking about this all wrong or, you know, or whatever, you know. I've had one guest mm-hmm. on my show who actually, like, she did cry a little bit, like, on my, she was, she was kind of in that dealing with it, you know, kind of beginning mm-hmm. phase. And, and, uh, and I just, you know, I, I, because I've been dealing with it since, you know, I, you know, you know, since I was, um, young and, and it's kind of like, you feel like you're like, you know, an expert now at this point, you know, and you've already lived this and now it's like, I want to give back and kind of help other people that are kind of struggling with it. And I, yeah. and, and I just gave her some advice and, and certain things and like, cause she was like, you know, I can't do this and I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, well, why not just pick up something new? Why not find something that you want to do that you can do now and pick up and maybe get into you? Oh, you always wanted to play guitar. Go learn how to play a guitar. Like, and, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, you know what? Like, you're right. Like, thank you. Like, that's like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to just make do new things. I'm like, yeah, like, don't just because you can't. Okay, that's you can't do this. Like, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> There's. Mm-hmm. there's a vast majority mm-hmm. of things doesn't mean you can't pick up a new hobby doesn't mean you know oh well i used to like doing this well i can't do it anymore well life's over you know it's like i'm looks like I'm, I'm done it's like no go you know go find go find something else that makes you happy and and then there yeah. you go lock on to that yeah yeah that's that's also one of the reasons why i like um I don't necessarily always comment on, on, on the posts that are, you know, like people saying like, Oh, you know, life sucks. I'm so sad. And this and that, mm-hmm. um, because you know, like they're basically just looking for, for, you know, somebody oh. to hear them out rather yes. than, you know, like, you know, offer solutions and things. But what I do like to do is especially like what what we mentioned earlier it's like you know parents of, of, of children that were recently diagnosed coming on the group and being like hey i'm really worried i don't know anything about this and 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 all that and so like i usually post there like i write a comment saying like hey i was diagnosed at 12 and i did this and this and this and this with my life and like i don't feel like it's limited me if anything like i feel better for it and just kind of try to try to like show them that like hey they're like this doesn't mean that your your child is going to be any less of a person that's the best way to do it that's what i period i don't like i do the same thing i agree with you because sometimes i see all those posts and i'm like i can't comment on all these and but so every once in a while somebody will post something like that about a kid you know their son or whatever and, and it'll kind of touch me and then i'll say like you know what trust me they're all right like that's all like i mean all i can say i mean mm-hmm. and, I, and i know i'm not like, I'm, I'm not a doctor and and I, and I can't predict their their future and all that but all i could i just i feel like you know like i just say hey you know what don't worry you know i i you know everything's gonna be okay and i think it's really all you can sometimes say and you know just to give them hey i've been dealing with this since this i was this age i was i kind of say hey i was diagnosed also as a kid in you know mm-hmm. I, and this is how i approached it and that's what we i think we should all be doing for those people it's just helping them, you know, to kind of offer that support that, you know, you know, yeah. we, you know and that's it. Like basically, yeah, like helping them, helping them see, <laughs> pun intended, uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> awesome. you know, <laughs> that this, this is not that sentence. like, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's so weird to even use the word disability because oh, yeah. I mean, yes and no, you know, it's 
like it's a hindrance yes but like i wouldn't necessarily even call it disability because that kind of inherently means that there's a part of you missing like right. something that like that cannot be uh, changed or replaced or you know something along those lines so it's kind of yeah that's that's literally why like i usually just refer to rp as as an annoyance for me because you know every now and then it kind of ticks me off and like yeah goddamn. but then i get over it and i just go on with my life as usual but with you know using a cane and inverted colors on my iPhone and, and voiceover. Like what's the difference? Well, that's why I say sometimes also I try to avoid saying like when I do, I do certain like, you know, races, I feel, I say like, sometimes I would always say I feel not disabled when I'm doing these races, but instead what I'll say, what I say now is I feel more whole. I feel Mm -hmm. more complete when when i do this mm. stuff so it's better i think it's better to say that than to say you know oh you know i feel less disabled because like you said it's not really a disability we're actually my friend and i were talking today um my friend Allie, she has um ehlers danlos syndrome and she was saying how like mm. you know, we don't we don't look disabled so it's like when you apply for a job you you and it says are you disabled yes or no it's like you isn't it such a, it's, that's a, that's a, such a tough question to really answer because we're not mm. here. We're not here. We're not sighted. We're not fully sighted, but we're not blind. So we're yep. right here. And it's like, and like you said, so it's more, it's, it's more at this point, it's more like you said, something that we're annoyed with or we're, we're hindered by. So can I still mm. do that job that I'm applying for? That's the question I think I asked myself. Can I, I'm applying for this job. It should not matter if I am, mm. I have this condition or not. The question is, I'm, I'm applying for this job because I know I can do the job. So you shouldn't be judging mm. me on whether or not I have this eye condition. You should just add a third checkbox, check that and write yeah. kind of. <laughs> yeah, like our other, <laughs> other. Uh, yeah. Are you disabled? Yes, no other and then please explain yeah <laughs> or like <laughs> tbd yeah tbd to be determined yeah like, i was saying how like when mm-hmm. i got my job i was uh let's see uh i got the lash on my head i was there for 10 years and i got it ironically i, I i'm a graphic artist and um mm-hmm. so i you know got out of college and got that job and i was 20 let's see i was 24 when i started there and yeah i didn't I was blind at night. Yeah, I had night blindness and things like that. But I still, I was driving and and I was pretty much fine during the day. I mean, my visual field was probably mm-hmm. less than I realized. But you know, I didn't. I don't. I didn't feel that that was necessarily something I wanted to tell my employer. Oh, by the way, if I'm here for a decent amount of time, there's a chance t- down the road. You know, I'm gonna be losing my sight and I'm gonna have to leave or uh, whatever. I don't. I I don't know yeah. my future. I don't know. For all I know, I could have been fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so. It's it's such a tough question. I I couldn't even imagine. I I feel like and then you know what? What if you write down yes? Now and they're like, well, we're we're not going to give you this job. Mm-hmm. Now they say they can't discriminate, but you know they can just say, hey, we didn't choose you because there was a better candidate. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's ways around yeah, it. Yeah, because I mean, very yeah, very rarely does it does does like the additional question of okay, in what way come around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and people. <clears throat> 
it's it's um like that that's that's one of the areas where like so much more education is required in terms of like degrees of disability because uh, when it comes to deafness when it comes to blindness physical disability like anything um a lot of people still have this very black and white idea of it like you're either pitch black blind or you can see you're either totally deaf or yeah, uh, yeah. like you can hear just yeah. fine like <laughs> there's no partial <laughs> There's no partial. Yeah, there's no partial. There's no partial deafness. There's no, you know, like uh, uh, cochlear implants. What? <laughs> yeah. So, in your uh, here's the final question, and um, I, I like this one a mm -hmm. lot too. Is in your dreams, are you visually impaired or are you sighted? I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good response. Yeah, like I'm gonna be all, all like you know, Zen monk about this. Yeah, um, I am me. <laughs> no, it's the same thing. Like when people ask me, like, what language do you dream in? Like the one that I'm talking most of the day. Um, <laughs> um, so it's it's happened to me honestly that like I dream about talking with my parents in English. Like oh, it's wow. come to that. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah. Um, no, but like in my dreams, I, I see the way that I normally see, like, has there, like, this is because this is interesting to me. Like, have there been people who, who have said that, like, they can see better in their dreams or I do. I mean, I've, or at least for the longest time, my dreams have always up until recently, um, when my vision got worse, but up until recently, I would say, yes, I, uh, that was kind of an escape for me because in my dreams, I'm good. Like I'm fully sighted. Um, but, oh, recent, that's cool. but then recently, like, like that's why I came up with this question because I experienced yeah. it and I feel like I needed to ask other people because I wanted to know if it was a thing. Uh, I noticed I had things where like, oh, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be driving. Like in the dream, I'm driving, but I have this <laughs> feeling like maybe I'm not seeing the way I see now, but I'm, I just have a feeling like I'm really not supposed to be in this driver's seat either. I got to get out of here. Like I'm, I'm, this is dangerous. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I've definitely but now that, that you mention it, like this, this actually like just got me thinking right now. So I don't sort of actively kind of experience, you know, having or not having enough vision in my dreams, but I move, I most definitely never ever use my cane in my dreams. Okay. There nor do I, nor do I like get into these situations where I'm, you know, like, oh, I'm not sure where to go. Uh, I have to squint at text and stuff like that. So in that regard, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Like I think in my dreams, I probably like, even if I don't necessarily see better, I can definitely function better. Okay. What's well, so I like this because yeah. I um I had someone else on the show and like even in that right in the moment I asked them the question they were like oh no I don't think I've you know I don't think anything's changed in my dreams and then he goes wait a second he's like yeah you know it's, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, he's exactly. like, like he's, it's funny you say that because he's like I I stopped driving like five years ago or whatever it was and he's like I haven't had a car in my dreams since then and I'm like <laughs> ah I was like see I go because because you're that's not something in your world anymore that's not it's not you know. So now you're, you don't, it's yeah. not in your subconscious anymore. He's yeah. like, man, he's like, I never thought is, about yeah. that. Yeah. 
Honestly, this is so cool. And this is why I really love the the RP Facebook group because like you hear about all these different things that like you don't even think about actively oh, by yeah. yourself. And no. Like, just... Wait a second. <laughs> or like have you had a no one's I'm waiting for someone to say, Oh yeah, I've had a dream with my guide dog. No one's had a dream yet where their where their guide dog is in their dream. Yeah. Yeah, and this I, is it's and really I, and fascinating. I want, that. I want to hear someone be like, yeah, like, oh, or yeah, so and so is my dream. Because you would think that dog is probably in your life like like, like you know, your best bud. So sooner or later, like that dog should appear in your dreams at some point. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, because uh, yeah, honestly, like I have yet to have a dream where I use my cane or where I'm like walking around holding somebody by the elbow, yeah, like right. as a guide. Same, same I'm here. always just yeah. by myself. No, no cane. I have, I have not. Yep, same here. I've not used the. I haven't had a dream where I had a cane. I, only so far, I've only experienced, like I said, the just not uh, other. My, I could, I had less vision a little bit. Maybe I noticed it, but mostly it was always a feeling. You know, it came across as more of a mm. feeling, like an awkward feeling. So, like, yeah, like, I think that's a, I love that question. So I love that question because I never, it's always something like we never, oh, like you said, we don't It's a really about, good question. <laughs> yeah, it's like we don't, and now you're going to go, now you're going to dream and you're going to be like, wake up the next day and go, oh, you know, like write it down just to feel, just to feel like, just to remember, see what, like, you know, what was different, you know, or how did you feel? You know? Yeah. No, well, I, like I, message you tomorrow is like, damn it, I, I used yeah. to kid in my dream last uh, night. Yeah, it's yeah. your fault. I want some updates. I want updates. Yeah, I want to know like, yeah, I, I, I had a cane in my dream or I, you know, even if like you're not using it in the dream, like I figure like it'd be kind of cool if you're like, oh, I had it, like it was there, but I wasn't using it. You know, like there's, yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. a different world. Like you definitely don't usually, it, yeah, I definitely think it's better in that side anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's yep. true. Now we're just uh, now you're thinking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did my job. I got I got you like uh, I got you thinking. Yeah. I love it. That's lovely. Now I'm not gonna be able to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> oh no. Uh, well, I wanna, that's bye. I want to thank you so much for being on today because like this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, you were definitely a you're yeah. A great thank you. Guest. Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh continue, continue right. your but continue your journey you just as you are hmm? i say continue your journey just the way you are Sorry, I, you're doing yes uh, you're doing perfect <laughs> yeah your attitude is is exactly how it should at least how it's how i feel that it should be anyway i don't know how other people would agree but i think the way you are attacking it and approaching it and that's exactly how i would handle it and so keep on doing it yeah, you're lucky you caught me on a good day. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, um, uh, what, time, what time is it there now? Um, Let me see. What time is it in Finland? Half past 10. Oh, you, oh sorry. It's late. It's, that's right. You're uh, you're later. That's right. Well, uh, mm -hmm. have a, enjoy the rest of your night. <laughs> Netflix. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, thanks. It was really nice to talk to you. Ah, ditto. Enjoy. Have a good day or night. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Bye. bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP. Get up off the walk. I've never met a